0: There are a couple of definitions of an overture, such as an orchestral composition forming the prelude or introduction to an opera or oratio. It also can be used as an opening or initiating move towards negotiations, a new relationship, or an agreement, etc but it also can be used as an introductory part of a poem, prelude, or prologue, or epic. Overall, it's simply something that denotes the beginning of a long piece of extended work, literature, opera, epic, or discussion. It can also be used as the beginning of the offering forward of a question. So there's many different definitions of what an overture can be. For me, this is the start of a new journey, the overture of a new era, one can call it. The new era is, of course, the beginning of a new podcast. And while I'm not endeavoring to write an epic or an oratio or start an opera or anything like that, or even negotiations, I am starting a new journey. I'm starting a new project, something that I feel very passionate about. And so I thought it would be appropriate to do this overture. And if I'm being entirely honest, I simply like the word overture. In fact, in all of my novels and, and writings, I, instead of using prologue, I use overture. Because to me, there's something powerful about the musical reference. I think music is. A forgotten part, good, good music, is a very forgotten part of our culture. We are so inundated with bad music and and bad things in general that we have become desensitized to the power of music. We're unaware of it, unconscious of it. An overture is an um, explicitly musical or operatic reference that I find a great deal of meaning in. So, the Classic Life Podcast. Why did I decide to change it up? I've, Jonathan, you've had a over a year of Food for Thought podcast. Why would you change it? Why would you throw all that away, one might ask? Well, firstly, I'm not throwing it away. As you know who are watching this, you have found it in the exact same place that uh, you normally would go to get the Food for Thought podcast. So I'm not throwing everything away. I still... I'm maintaining the same RSS feed, which is what the podcast is hosted on, essentially. It is the, the numbers and digits and sequences that allows the podcast to be played on many different devices. I'm maintaining that same one, the same platform, the same YouTube channel, even the same Instagram accounts, just simply with the handles changed. But I have brand recognition with the logo. Well, sure. To some extent, yeah, I've designed certain things that have that logo on it, but it's nothing that can't be adjusted and switched and changed. But the question still remains, why did I decide to change the name of the podcast and the topics to a certain extent? There are certain things that will be under both. Um, Some topics that I discussed in the Food for Thought, to- Food for Thought podcast podcast Will maintain and be discussed on the classic life podcast um because, as I mentioned on the episode last week, I did feel a certain dissatisfaction to a certain extent with the podcast, and the the reason being because I felt as though it had no direction, that podcast served no explicit point, it was not reaching towards something bigger or better or greater it had no mission to it there you couldn't have written a vision statement for the food for thought podcast it was simply if you want to learn something that is interesting and really crazy and weird and few things think about few people think about it then listen to the podcast the host will simply talk about whatever he finds interesting at any particular point in time and while that was great for me there was really no reason for me to do it other than me just talking into the void, and hopefully a couple of people would listen. I feel as if the Classic Life podcast is different, because it it has a purpose. You can write a vision statement for it, and it is something like searching for the cure to meaninglessness in young people throughout America, attempting to reclaim something that gives people value, purpose, and endurance in the difficult race that is life. Is something along those lines, and that's a pretty bold thing. That's a pretty daring adventure to endeavor upon, hence the necessity for an overture. Something that is going to be grand and large and slightly operatic requires something that is a small beginning to introduce the concepts therein. Hence this current episode that you are all listening to. But if I'm going to endeavor upon something that is so daring and difficult, at least I think it is, endeavoring to find what is missing in the world at large, the, the nihilism and existentialism and absurdism and overall just meaninglessness that so many young people these days face. What qualifications do I have to do something like that? What qualifications do I have to offer something that I might call the classic life? Well... In all honesty, I really don't have any. There is no qualifications that I bear that justify anybody listening to what I'm going to tell them. There's no reason I don't have letters after my name. I don't have 85 years of experience on this world or even 35 years of experience on this world to deliver wisdom from. Now, fortunately, as a Christian, and hopefully, Many of you, I know, the, um, the following of the Food for Thought podcast, many of you were also Christian. You know that wisdom does not come from age nor experience, but wisdom comes from God. That is what Elihu tells us in the book of Job. In fact, Elihu says, I will not debate with you using words and logic, I will declare from you out of the mouth of God, essentially, is what he says. He says, my qualifications do not come from rationality. Does that make rationality bad? No, it doesn't. Am I claiming that I have wisdom from God? Maybe a little bit, a very minuscule drop in a very large bucket, but I do have certain tools. I do have an understanding of logic, which is important. When I said what I just said, I didn't mean to proclaim that logic is bad. In fact, this is one of the problems that I have identified with the world at large, is the abandonment of logic. Logic is very important. It is, in fact, crucial. But logic must be subservient to something greater, which is truth. And so logic used to counteract truth is, in fact, not even good logic. Because logic should point to truth, because all of the tools for searching out and questioning the things of this world, they will inevitably point towards a singular truth. And fortunately, we were given that truth as a book, the Holy Bible, a a tool to solve many of the questions that I will be asking during this podcast, a a gift given to us to help us battle the very things that we are battling as a society as an, and, and as a culture today. And so that's what I hope to do with this podcast. Those are, in fact, my qualifications. I have no express qualifications, no degrees given in classics. I don't have anything like that. But I have the faculties that I believe God gave me for the purpose of pursuing the meaningfulness of life for the purpose of finding out what is the purpose of life to a certain extent. And to a certain extent, those differ from person to person. But what I have done, at least what I believe I have done, is used some of these faculties, the faculties of observation, to identify a problem that is plaguing particularly young people, people who are below 35, The highest suicide rates of any aged individual in America is 18 to 35 years old. And they have a a startlingly high number of suicide, much higher than many other categories of people. And I'll be talking about that on a podcast episode of its own. So why is that? Why do so many people look around the world and find There is no point to me being here anymore. To me, that was a startling statistic. And unfortunately, it's one that I had banked away to some extent, but had able to forego for a while. But I was curious in researching a topic for the podcast. I was curious about it. And I found that there's a startlingly high number of young people just don't even see a reason to being here. Why is that? What could possibly be a cure for that? It's something that I believe, and anybody is free to disagree with me, but it's something that I have come to call a classic life, a life that seemed to work for many people for generations, for thousands of years, the principles of which we will hopefully explore and search out and and understand to some small extent in this podcast things that we will explore, things that we will talk about, ideas that I will flesh out and wrestle with, and hopefully you all will wrestle with those with me to an extent, and hopefully through me doing this and presenting it to you in a hopefully cohesive and coherent manner, I can help other people come to the realizations that I have been endeavoring to find and coming to in some small part myself. So this seems as though it's a daunting task. And, and for me, it is a daunting task. It is something that I am not going to take lightly. But it is somewhere that I feel led to go. In October of 2022, so a couple of months ago at this point, I was thinking about what was the purpose of my podcast, the then Food for Thought podcast. And I really realized that I didn't really have a purpose, but there was something that I wanted to do. I wanted to explore these old ideas, and I wanted to share with people why they are so important and why they worked for generations and generations. But I also wanted to be particular in the way that I presented them, because these ideas—Stoicism, Epicureanism, which we talked about before, Taoism—all these other ideas worked to some small extent or some larger extent— they were not all equally as effective nor defective. But the problem is, is all of these ideas were incomplete because they lacked one thing, and that is truth, real, real truth. They lacked them. And so they lasted some longer than others, and they were effective in creating effective lives. But for some reason, those ideas went away but there is one idea that since its conception has had a string of life, sometimes stronger, sometimes weaker, but that is, is the, the principles of Judeo-Christian values. The God of the Bible has been around forever. And you might say that, well, Stoicism has been around forever, but the books on Stoicism still don't compete with the books of the Bible that are sold in, in pure number sales. And they have not necessarily been around forever. I mean, Christianity has billions of followers. Catholicism, Christianity, its different iterations, have billions of followers around the world. Stoicism does not. In fact, I would be surprised if there was millions of people who claimed when they were asked, what are you of, they say, I am a Stoic. There are people that apply different levels of Stoicism throughout their lives, but none of them are truly Stoics. Few of them, few of them are, not nearly to the same degree. And Christianity has, in recent years, been declining, but that's part of the problem, is these people are finding alternatives to it, and they're not as good. So I wanted to understand and come to implement in certain parts these ideas of a classic life under the guise of and of the nature of Christianity, under the nature of Christianity might be a better way of putting that. And so that's what I hope to do with this podcast. I hope you guys are willing to follow me along this transition. I hope that all of my current listeners can appreciate what I'm trying to do and give me grace as I probably fumble through many of these ideas badly hopefully coming to a better conclusion of them but that's where i feel this is where i feel led to go and so i hope you guys stick with me and i hope if you guys enjoy it that you'll tell other people about it but i'm not going to make a a grand pitch for everybody to um share it with all your friends and like and subscribe i, I hope that the sincerity of my discussion and the sincerity of my efforts will be enough to warrant that action. And if it's not, I hope that you tell me that. If I make a mistake, I hope that you will tell me that, hey, you messed up in this aspect. That's not true. That's not right. I don't believe this is accurate. This is false. What I hope to do is is create a base of people that feel the same as I do, that have identified the the grand meaninglessness of so many people's wanderings on this earth and try to find a remedy through it through a way that we know has worked for thousands of years the bible and jesus so i hope you guys appreciate what i'm trying to what i'm attempting to do and i hope you guys stick with me i will see you next week as we search for the classic life